York. I'm going to York. The largest city in the north. It's where, fucking huge! Where the earls Edwin of Mercia and Morkir of Northumbria were. So was the queen, uh, like, were they considered an arrow? Arrow? Arrow. What? The queen. What about the queen? Which was, were, because you said that there's like a, a someone who classified as covering a region, right? Like a region of Oh, the, like an earl, yeah. Yeah, an earl. That's what I said. You, you said, said queen. No, I said the queen is she classified I as an earl. Earl. That's what I fucking <laughs> said. You're saying earl. And then you said earl. It's no, earl. It's earl. You said you said arrow, and I thought you said arrow, like what you shoot yeah, with a bow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is she as straight as an arrow? So is the queen considered an earl? Is no. What he's the queen is not an earl. <clears throat> the queen does not rule a specific... An earl is like a fucking governor or whatever. Yeah, sure. Something okay. like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like Governor Cox? Yeah. Let me just say this. Real shout out to Governor Cox. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out over. So after a battle of only an hour, Harold Hardrada had taken the principal city in the north. Goddamn. Strangely enough, though, he did not stay in York, but rather spent the next few days in his ships. I'm out. He ordered a yacht. He ordered 500 hostages to be brought to him in a town called Stamford by September 25th. Who wants to suck so Five days. Five days later. Uh, yeah. You said September 20th, right? 500? I think it was four because he landed on the 20th. Okay. 500 hostages. Yeah. So he asked for 500 hostages. That's a lot. Yeah. So on that morning, Harold Hardrada took two thirds of his army with him and Tostig to Stamford Bridge while leaving the rest behind with the ships. The Norwegians <laughs> believed that the fighting was over for the year and leisurely strolled to the bridge. But as they approached, they saw an army coming in the direction when they reached the bridge. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Someone's pushing back. So through an amazing feat, Harold Godwinson, King of England, had marched his army from London to York in five days. So he marches from London to York in five days and picks up men along the way. Hey, baby, how are you looking? Men. He picked up men along the way. Fighting men, not just hey, like... Hey, baby, <laughs> how are you? You look strong. Give me a flexi, huh? That's a big muscle you want to jump in and you want to jump in, huh? So he arrived at Stamford Bridge in time to catch the Norwegian men off guard. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, he's scared, ain't you? <laughs> Harold Godwinson rode up to the enemy army and asked to speak to Tostig. He offered his brother his title back in exchange for peace. When Tostig asked what he would give to his ally, Harold Hardrada, Harold Godwinson stated, six feet of English earth, or a bit more as he is such a big man. I don't think you realize how fucking metal that is. You just told him I'll give him a fucking grave. That's it. Six feet. You're talking about six inches of heavy fish, <laughs> dude. Rape the guy. <laughs> he is metal. And so began the battle. The English engaged the Norsemen on the York side of the river and beat them back to the bridge. Jesus, beat them? Like. They're going to be so tired. We're going to everybody take out your trouser snakes. We're going to beat you back to the bridge. Bum, 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 bum. Multiple men had fucking 
Cardiac arrest at the wrist, dude. <laughs> Cardiac arrest? That's a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Cardiac arrest to the wrist. <laughs> You're looking at carpal tunnel. It's so much fucking jacking off, dude. They fight, Their heart stopped. So legend says that one Viking on the bridge with an axe was able to hold back the English. Supposedly, he killed 48 Englishmen before someone got into a little boat on the river, floated under the bridge, and shoved a spear up through the bridge into his taint. Wow. Into his taint. It, the sources don't say that, but I mean, where else would the spear have gone? Could have been his butthole. That's fair. Wow. Turns That's out cool. Vikings, uh, their Achilles heel is the taint. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to get him in the taint. Didn't fair. Know. All right. So the English rushed across the bridge and engaged the Norsemen in hand-to-hand combat. That's exactly what I thought. So the Norse line broke and Harold Hardrada went berserk. So he destroyed many English before a well-placed arrow hit him directly in the throat. At this point, the men that had been left to guard the ships arrived. They had run in their chainmail and some, collap- some collapsed dead from exhaustion. Ah! But others through their Viking spirit waded through the blood and into the battle. I love these sound yeah, effects. Yeah, these are good. These are good. Where have you been this whole time? Drunk. <laughs> no, you're drunk now. <laughs> so Harold Hardrada is dead after getting a fucking arrow right in his throat. And as evening came, Tostig, the instigator of the event, died in battle, and the surviving Norsemen fled to their ships. Oh, shit! Let's get out of here! Uh, This battle is considered one of the greatest ever fought on English soil. It is said that after 70 years, the bleached bones of the slain were still visible on the ground. Leave their bones here. The English army had completely destroyed the invading Norse, and it marks the last time the Vikings ever did battle on English soil. Damn, so this was it. This was the this last... This fucking... This was the last time they thought they could pull their shit. Yeah. No shit. Okay. So Harold Godwinson was forgiving in victory. He told Harold Hardrada's son that he would not take him captive, but rather made him promise that he would return home and never come back to England. Honorable. You must go, Simba. <laughs> I never return. That's fucking accurate. That's where they got the Lion King. That's what you're saying? Walt Disney ripped it off. Fucking Walt, dude. So Harold Godwinson spent the next few days in York restoring order. And after a week in York, they held a victory feast. And it was glorious. And it was during this feast that word came to Harold that Duke William the Bastard had landed at Pevensey over 250 miles away. So the Duke's ships landed, and finding nobody to fight, set about looking for food. They rounded up the locals' food and built a fort within a day or two. But William felt this location was not a good place to launch the invasion, so they moved camp and made their headquarters at a little town named Hastings. Battle of Hastings? Here they waited for a week trying to decide what to do next. Word had reached Harold about four days after the landing, and he then set out at once and reached London by October 5th. While in London, some words were exchanged between messengers 
by messengers between William and Harold, but neither would concede, and despite better judgment, Harold set out on October 12th. Hey, buddy, Halloween's coming up. What do you say you just pack it in? <laughs> I think those were the exact words that they used. <laughs> just get the fuck out of here. The exact numbers are not known, but the estimate is that Duke William had about seven or 8,000 men, and King Harold had a little more. But late in the morning, on October 14th, Duke William's army reached the crossing at which Harold's English army was waiting for them. The Norman army was much more organized than the English. The Normans had three main sections, with archers, foot soldiers, and mounted knights. Before the battle began... Oh, this part's great. Before the battle began, a minstrel named Tylifer rode out from the Norman line singing... Stop! Well, What's a minstreler? Is that somebody that menstruates, but he's a man? So in the book I read, he was listed as either a juggler or a minstrel, and it's basically like a court jester. Oh, oh shit. Send the Joker out to yeah. do the bidding. Yeah. Yeah, so... Everybody knocks me. Hey, one, two, three. I got three balls in the air, and I'm such a darer. <laughs> yeah, so he rode out from the Norman line singing while throwing his sword in the air and catching it. So just like doing tricks and shit. He rode to the English line and killed three men before he himself was killed. Ah, uh, you guys are juggling stab, stab, stab. Fuck you, I'm out. Fucking sleeper sail, dude. Holy shit. I can't believe he got away with three. Check this out. The first guy dies. This guy's dead, dude. They fucked up. Check this out, boys. Two balls in the air. What do you say? I fucking had another. One, two, three. Set your throat. Hey, who's next? Set your buddy's throat. Where's your horse? I'm not going to get my dick wet. And they killed him, dude. Fuck the horse. Yeah. Oh, I said horse. Oh, don't give a fuck. If it's a horse or a horse, all the same to me. They listen to what they be told. Hey, thanks, monkey feet. I know what you need. It was it was uh, entertainment. It was and distraction. Murder. Entertainment no, and murder. It was entertainment. I love how the opposing army was like, wow, they sent a juggler. <laughs> I like that he killed someone. Yeah, it's like, oh, I wonder what's next. Let's see how this plays out. Oh, that must have been an accident. He slits the next guy's throat. Oh, two accidents. That's a weird oh, accident. I don't know. Three. Hey. <laughs> Wow. Something's going on. Something's going on. <laughs> this is becoming... Oh, I hope you enjoyed your show. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just send him a couple days a week. So after this, the Norman archers opened fire in the infantry charge. That's a machine yeah, gun. Arrows. Oh, I thought it was arrows. Yeah, it sounded like a machine gun. Didn't have that in 1066. They did not have machine guns. Yeah, so we're going with arrows. The English threw rocks and shit on the charging infantry. God, (laughs) did you put and shit? I did, I wrote and (laughs) shit. (laughs) Just stuff. So this is What are we supposed to throw when the rocks are gone? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I'm all on those sticks and stuff. I fucking just get something. So yeah, so this was the interesting thing that I read. I guess... 
So the English didn't have a lot of archers because it was considered like a royal thing to be an archer. So they didn't want the commoners to learn about archery. So their army was mostly just made up of like poor people with fucking pitchforks. They're standing in their own way. Basically, basically, as far yeah. as the strength of their army, goes. yeah, okay, and so they're just like literally like finding sticks and shit on the ground and throwing them at the other side. Jeez, could you imagine some guys on a horse galloping toward <laughs> you? Just throw a fucking pebble at him, you know? I'm like, take that, you piece! Of, they're not gonna do shit. Well, I don't know, dude. They had also never done battle with horses, the English. Oh shit! Whereas the Normans had done lots of battles with horses, <laughs> that's so a, they were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that's a big advantage. Englishmen had never witnessed <laughs> fighting on horseback, and the Norman knights had never been attacked by an English battle axe. It is said the knights were the first to break. The, <laughs> the English left flank chased them, only to be destroyed by Duke William's horsemen. After a moment of regrouping, the same thing happened on the Englishmen's right flank. At some point, both of Harold's remaining brothers. Girth and Leofwine were killed. Girth, you think that you think Girth had some girth, dude? Come on now, you you think Girth had some girth? I mean, so the battle continued into the afternoon. It is said by Norman chroniclers that the English line was so tightly packed that the dead men could not fall down, but were held upright by the press of living men around them. Well, that's what you want. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. So the dead dude just fucking leaning yeah. on their buddy. Yeah. Holy oh. shit. <laughs> Oh, I'm They're dead. They don't talk. <laughs> so by five o'clock, the sun was setting because it's October and the men were weary. William finally caught sight of Harold, fiercely hewing to pieces the Normans who were besetting him. Now, what happens next is not certain, but one of the most likely stories is that in the midst of the fighting, an arrow landed directly into one of Harold's eyes, blinding him. That's death. An arrow in the eye is death, not blinding you. Don't say anything out of my eye! Wait a second, everybody! Wait, pause, hold on! I need to say something with my blind eye! Wait! I like that you stalled and just kept talking until the fart was ready. <laughs> he thought it was closer than it was. <laughs> he thought it was coming, but he had to keep talking. He thought it was closer than it was. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, yeah, he's not dead. Supposedly, he's still alive. He just got a fucking arrow wow. in his eye. Wow. And he's... Yeah, he's just blind. So he's just fucking blind knowing that the death blow is going to come. Blind in one eye. So William and some of his men rode in. And according to the book I read, one stabbed him in the chest. Another cut off his head. Another disemboweled him. And the last cut off his leg at the thigh and carried it away. God damn, dude. Yeah. That's insult to injury, dude. He fucking... He's dead, and they're yeah, just yeah. He's dead, and they're like just hacking his limbs off and shit. Free. So at this point, the surviving Englishmen retreated, and the battle was over. Wow, that's it. And so William the William the Bastard is now in English history known as William the Conqueror, and that's where they trace their lineage back to is William the Conqueror. Holy so William shit. won. William William's won. William's a winner. And after he it takes Billy, a little Billy the Kid. Billy yeah. the Kid, dude. Billy the Bastard. Billy the Bastard, Billy the bastard. won. Yeah. 
It takes him a little bit, but he subjugates the rest of England and becomes king of England. He stopped the force coming in trying to take England. No, he got murdered. Or no, so he came in and took England. Oh, okay. Harold was king of England. Oh, that's right, that's right. Okay. Just like Ben. Goddamn, so so England to this day traces their lineage back to that whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Ten a thousand years ago. It's been almost a thousand years. So do they is this still prevalent? Like in their history and things, you think this is something that is big for them, like I think that civil war and shit that we talk about here. Yeah, I think it's still pretty well known over there. Taught in their schools and shit like that. No yeah, shit. I mean, there's like the kings aren't directly descended from William anymore, but they all like. Right. Are, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know. I get what you're saying. A lot has changed. Yeah. But this is where it started. Yeah. Nice job, Sturge. Thank you. Thank you. 1066, the death of Edward. I mean, I totally fucking lost. Yeah. I don't know. I'd say. 97, 98% of it, but I think there was a guy named Toaster Strudel. Maybe we should switch it, and, and he it should be Jordan up. the Alcoholic. That's true. <laughs> Falcon cannot be the masturbator. I no. also... Yeah. Like, come on, just... Um, what, uh... Why, why was this dedicated to Jordan the Masturbator? <laughs> why is that? This was dedicated to Jordan the Alcoholic because... <laughs> I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) But for some reason, I've stuck it in his brain that 1066 is the Battle of Hastings. Late Night History with the Sturge stars Jordan, Falcon, Durden, and Professor Sturge. Written and researched by Professor Sturgeon. Edited and produced by Durden with music by Tan Balls.